0: Movies, 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 movies,
1: movies, 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 (laughs) movies. Hey, good time in there. I
0: know, right? It's almost like we've done this for a while.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, it was almost like we planned it, but we didn't plan that. Mm -hmm. That was all spontaneous. Like sometimes we spontaneously decide to go to the movies.
0: Especially in the past few months
1: Yeah Cause you know what We got another thing
0: We got another pass to go see movies yep. That is not a movie pass Nope We got the AMC something 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 The
1: A-list Stubbs Premiere list
0: It's a lot of words for what is basically a movie pass Yeah
1: it's like, But you can only go to our theater Which is pretty smart Yeah
0: And it's actually pretty convenient There's a lot of them We're yeah. not sponsored
1: No, no.
0: I mean, it would be wonderful, but no, we're not sponsored, but we are going to talk to you and give you a roundup of some of the movies we've seen, whether we think you should go see them, whether you shouldn't, our thoughts, our opinions, our heartfelt well-wishes for movies coming out to be good.
1: Yeah. So, I have got to not not give (laughs) anything... uh, You probably didn't hear that cough that was edited out unless Amy decides to be mean and keep it in there. Uh, But to not give anything as sort of, this one's better than this one or anything. I mean, we can talk about that. But I'm just going to list them in the order that they were theatrically... (laughs) Theatrically (laughs) released. Mm -hmm. Released.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's Casey speak for theatrically released. Um, yeah, so Complete
1: gonna, with crying
0: <laughs> So we're going to go through all of the movies That we've seen so far this year That we haven't talked about already You Mostly. will notice
1: uh, Closer to like the past few months You will see an increase of movies
0: Yeah, because we finally got the pass And actually have gotten to go see some movies And then we'll kind of wrap up With some of the movies that we're planning on seeing this year And Ones that we're probably going to try to go back around and see I guess Yeah because now we can. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: So, first off is um, Glass.
0: So A I movie s- that
1: you saw I did. that I have not seen yet. Well, so, good start for uh, the movies that we've seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time in which I saw Glass, I saw it once it was out of theaters. But um, you hadn't seen Unbreakable.
1: Which I have now.
0: Yes. But you had seen Split. Yeah. Yeah. So, he wanted to see Unbreakable first. And I was in... A point in which Split was heavily on my mind and really just wanted to see Glass. So I watched that one and I enjoyed it. I liked it more than Unbreakable, but not as good as Split. So,
1: Split was good.
0: Split was really good. And like the best parts of Glass is the stuff from Split.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, is it James McAvoy stuff?
0: Yeah. He, he's really good. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson's good. I Glass is not my favorite character. I don't understand him very much. Like, I understand he's, like, a comic book guy who, like, admires villains and is like, I was destined to be the bad guy. But, like, I don't get him very much. And that's how I felt when I watched The Breakable. I was like, I don't get you. And I I enjoyed the fact that they brought back the actual kid who played Bruce Willis's son, yeah, cause he's, I
1: mean, he's still an actor, so right.
0: He's and stuff. I had just seen him in something else, and I saw him in that. I was like, "Oh, you're that kid."
1: Yeah. But
0: I think the the one of the reasons that this movie was just okay for me is because I I didn't like the end. Like the mm. end was not satisfying for me.
1: Because it is supposed to like wrap everything up, yeah. Sort of, right?
0: Yeah, and but and I guess like it does. But it's also, like, it was just, for me specifically, it was a frustrating ending in a way that, like, I know people complain about, like, and Night Shyamalan and his endings and all this kind of stuff. It That's not why I feel like I was disappointed. Uh, like, I don't blame it on him being him. Because i liked a lot of his movies and I've liked a lot of the endings of his movies. I just, this one was not one that I was, like, upset about. Like, the one with Rice-Dellis Howard. The village. Yeah, which just made me angry. I was like, but this one, I was just like, I, I, I wanted more from this than I got. But there were some really, really good moments. It's definitely worth seeing if you've seen the other two to just kind of wrap up the story. But my favorite thing from that movie and from Split is Casey, the girl.
1: Yeah, who's she's in? I think the New Mutants. If that ever comes out. If it ever. Yeah. The
0: the limbo of that movie. She's also in that other movie that we never got to see. The Witch? No.
1: Well, I mean, she is. I
0: mean, she is, but not that one. I don't know if I want to see that one. <laughs> I, I I go back and forth on that. He's releasing a new movie, that director.
1: Yeah, The Lighthouse.
0: Yeah. I was like, I know it was a movie I couldn't think of. We'll talk about that later. Um, But no, she was in, not, it's not Pure Bloods or whatever. The two rich girls who go around murdering people.
1: Oh, I don't remember the name of it. But it has Anton Yelchin in it.
0: Yeah, it was his last movie. Yeah. But she's in that one.
1: He had a lot of last movies. He surprisingly had a lot of movies like Ready to Go.
0: Well, yeah, cuz he had been not in movies for a while. All of his stuff that cuz he had been working on movies. All of this of those sets release.
1: I know. It's just like Oh. Right. You.
0: It's it's awful and Star Trek was never the same. Yeah. But nevertheless, I still want to see that movie and I I think this one's worth seeing if you like the sp- umbra- specifically if you like Unbreakable because if you like that movie I think you'll enjoy the pacing of Glass better because it's much more like Unbreakable than it was like Split
1: and if you thought Unbreakable was boring
0: it's an ending
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one we have on our list is another one that only you have seen so far Happy Death Day to you!
0: Happy Death Day to so
1: to you
0: yes the number two
1: and the letter u
0: yes so i i've been hearing a lot at work the people that work saw happy death day too and happy death day and they were like it's surprisingly good and i am very much a fan of like comedic horror movies it's a genre i very much enjoy and from there i was like okay i'll watch these guess what's on Hulu? Happy Death Day. So I watched the first Happy Death Day and then immediately was like, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like, really enjoyed it. So let's go watch and let's rent and watch Happy Death Day 2. And I also really enjoyed it. It's not as strong as Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is definitely the better of the two movies but it's also, but if you enjoyed Happy Death Day, it's definitely a strong sequel. That's super fun. The, The lead girl is just charismatic as hell and it got emotional points that really did does diz, does do um really does make you feel theatrically e- <laughs> really <laughs>
1: diagonally makes-
0: <laughs> diagonally <laughs> um, it really does make you like emotional in parts at least for me it does because of her like emotional hit points and it yeah I think it was a really good sequel I would definitely recommend both of the movies and if you like comedic horror movies they're very strong you can't see Happy Death Day 2 without seeing the first one. Mm. It makes absolutely no sense and all of the character building from the first one would not make sense.
1: Well, I hate to break it to you, but our in-house critic was not impressed by that movie as she was just seen rolling her eyes.
0: Arwen doesn't like anything. Unless it's... tuna.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Or the sound of a can of tuna being opened.
0: (laughs) But she's just hanging out right now. Yeah, she'll pipe up if she really has some strong feelings.
1: Well, we'll see if she she should have uh, strong feelings about the next movie. Is it cats? Close, <laughs> Captain Marvel.
0: Oh yeah,
1: which has a strong, prominent feature of cats from outer space.
0: Yeah, Captain Marvel was good. I liked Captain Marvel. I I really enjoyed. Brie oh Larsa. wait,
1: we are at a point. I have I have also seen this movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we, we saw it together.
1: Yes. Uh, I think there's only one movie on this, the rest of the list that you saw that I didn't, but maybe. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Uh, I wasn't like, I didn't Lovely. love it as much as other people, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I like Brie Larson in it. It's it made sense, uh, like seeing Endgame and you're like, oh yeah, she's in it for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I found out later that they shot that before they shot the actual Captain Marvel movie. So I'm like, ah, that makes more sense.
0: Because you didn't know what to do. (laughs) Um, I also really enjoyed Samuel L. Jackson in that movie. Oh, yeah. And the little bit of Coulson that we got. Because I love Coulson. Coulson's always a favorite. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was fun. Yeah.
0: You got Flurkins, which is why uh, Arwen is a Flurkin.
1: Aren't you? Are you a Flurkin? Are you a Flurkin?
0: She denies.
1: She's like, I can neither confirm nor deny this.
0: (laughs) Which is fair. It would blow her cover.
1: Uh, anything else to say about Captain Marvel?
0: Uh, it's good. I look forward to seeing what else they do with this series and stop being mean to Brie Larson. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it.
1: Cause she's cool. Uh, I was talking to you just a little bit ago again about there's a, there's a, uh, gay couple that proposed right in front of her. As, like, that was, like, the whole plan. And her face, her reaction to Mm -hmm. it, is whatever is about at least three and a half levels above priceless. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. Uh, No, it's really fun. Yeah. Uh, Internet, don't be mean.
0: Yep. I I mean, I know you're not going
1: to listen to me, but don't be mean. But
0: it is, like, a general rule.
1: Yep. Uh, Next. uh, Oh, no, wait. Before that, uh, going in a very different direction... Uh, Us.
0: Ooh, Us. S-
1: I love that movie.
0: That was a really, really good
1: movie. I, it was like one of those that just stuck with me, and the more I thought about it, mm-hmm. the more I liked it. Sometimes you're just like, mm, maybe I need to see this again, and I definitely do want to see that again, and I know I will mm-hmm. uh, very soon, but I just, like, I'm just like, my brain was just constantly thinking about it, and what this means, and what this means, and you can tell that, like, every shot... I love movies where you can tell, like, every shot and every little thing, every little detail was planned. And I think Jordan Peele definitely did that. Yeah. Uh, and it was one of those things I'm like, hmm, you know what? Maybe this means this. Or I bet this happened because of this. Or did this happen because... And, and just, like, my mind was just going through everything. And so, like, it's, it's definitely, like, he has this really strong ability of being able to release a movie and like, January-February time, where it's, like, dead season for a lot of stuff, and then make you still remember it throughout the year.
0: I also, like, it was one of those ones that I really wondered about the impact of the world after the movie ended. Like, I would really like to know how that world functions after that. Yeah. Like, that's really interesting to me.
1: Yeah, it was just overall very interesting. And also, uh, I will personally... Go to the Academy Gates and scream if Lupita Nyong'o is not nominated for an Oscar. Right. I'm sure she will be. Uh, because Jordan has shown that he can get the attention mm-hmm. of, like, awards season stuff. And it
0: feels like something that she would would get put up for. Yeah. Like, I don't mean academies and, like, award seasons are weird because you have to be put up for it and sometimes it's your yeah. your team that does it, sometimes it's the movie or the project that you're working on itself. Which,
1: dis- which I was disappointed that they didn't even try to put Robert Downey Jr. up for right Endgame. But we'll get to that soon.
0: Yes. Uh, um, otherwise, I think a lot of people are going to be this for Halloween this year and I don't know how I feel about that, but this had great performances from every big giant role to every little tiny role. Yeah, like the kids
1: were great. like. Yep. It was just.
0: It was legitimately creepy, but like thought provoking creepy. Yeah. And it wasn't. And for being gory and violent, it felt natural to the plotline.
1: Yeah, I just. I don't. I can't do that type of horror stuff. Where it's just like mindless slasher stuff. Like, that's mm-hmm. what. I, I don't really care about any of that kind of stuff. And it makes me not care about the characters because it's like, okay, you gave them like a 20 second backstory. I'm not going to care because they're probably just going to get stabbed to death. So I'm like, eh. But this one, like, everything had had a purpose and a consequence. And, like, you cared about the family. And, I don't know. Like, that's the type of horror that I enjoy. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I was a big fan of it. Um, Casey and I... I like us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do, too. Casey and I have different ideas of horror movies we enjoy, which is really interesting to me because... And I, we're going to actually do a... a Spooky podcast next week.
1: Halloween is coming. Eh. I
0: gonna it's a promo for next week. We're going to do a spooky thing. Yeah. but it it's interesting to me the differences in how we like horror. Like we like a lot. We've liked a lot of the same horror movies. I think I've seen more than you, but you like some of the ones that I don't understand. Despite us having a lot of similar reasons of why we like certain kinds of horror, and yeah. I just find it really interesting. It this is this tangent is going nowhere, but it's no, it's just
1: like it's interesting because it's it's a matter of preference, and it's interesting that there are certain things that I like and you don't, and okay. things that you like and I don't. Even though most of our interests, as far as yeah. things like horror go, are pretty closely aligned, yeah. so
0: it's it's just really curious. Yeah, Curiouser curious
1: and-, and curiouser. Uh, so next we have...
0: Sorry,
1: sir, but what's uh, curious. I remember every wand I've ever sold. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: not talking about Harry Potter. That, no, nope, that we're talking about
1: year. something else with lightning bolts. Shazam! Oh, I thought you were
0: going to be like Percy Jackson?
1: <laughs> no, but I still need to segue. Shazam! Another Warner Brothers property. <laughs>
0: They Uh, had a strong year. I
1: liked this movie.
0: I did, too. This was actually one of my favorite... um, So, this came out right around the same time as Captain Marvel, right?
1: It was, like, a few weeks after it. Yeah. It was sandwiched in between Captain Marvel and Endgame. So, they're like, we got a a few weeks between Marvel movies, and we can sandwich it right there in the middle.
0: Yeah. No, Shazam is really fun. Like, legitimately, I...
1: Yeah, because you watched it again, didn't you? I
0: did. I watched it twice. Um, I... Its one of those things and it's really funny cuz it happened the same way the second time I watched it. We're like the first
1: like it was like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah,
0: 15 20 minutes. You're like this is this is an okay movie and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun." It for me, like the turning point is spoilers for movies, in this obviously the bus falling Oh, yeah. Like, the bus falling, which I know takes place further in. Like, I start liking it beforehand. Like, there's, like, 15, 20 minutes, and then I start... Like, I like it more because it's starting to do things. And I
1: think that's partially because of uh, Billy. Billy Batson. Yeah. He's good. The kid is really good.
0: And so is the other kid in it.
1: Freddy from uh, It.
0: Yes, from It. He reminds me so much of a different actor, which I wonder if that's half the reason that I like his performance, because he acts the exact same way as this other actor.
1: Well, last chance for spoilers on, on Shazam, uh, Adam Brody is his, like, right? super version, and yeah, like, that one made total sense.
0: Yeah. No, that was great. And...
1: <laughs> Which is full circle for all you OC fans out there, because his character is such a comic book nerd, and even, like, his in the show, like, his character creates a comic book.
0: Were you um, Gilmore Girl fans? It
1: doesn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> just like just wanna say shout out to the Gilmore, Gilmore Girl fans.
0: Well, he was on it. It just his character was in a band instead.
1: No God <laughs> It's
0: really good. No, I really, really liked it. And
1: I it, think my favorite part, which is like I think it's just so it it is peak meta in that movie when He's like, I will destroy the world. What? 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 I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't hear you so You're far away. You're like a
0: mile away.
1: I'm like, ah, I dig on comic book movies. Movie?
0: <laughs> I think my only, like, if I'm talking about things that could have been better, I, I wish they had kept a little bit. So, like, they go into kind of, like, this fun, happy, this is a kids superhero movie thing towards the end. I wish they had kept a little bit of the creepy of the seven deadly sins from the yeah. beginning, I think that's the only thing that like that's my only real. There's degree.
1: like that boardroom meeting where you're like, oh, yeah, like, no,
0: it's scary because
1: the the director is a horror director. Like that's he started in right? horror, and like you can definitely see elements of that. I think I think the only reason, the only thing that made it a problem was near the end because they just kind of came like. Scooby-Doo ghosts mm-hmm. at the end and their powers were a little bit inconsistent because in that boredom they are just like destroying these people and then they're like well. and then because
0: plot they can't yeah and so it, it feels
1: that was literally it. and you could feel it it's like oh they're they're not going to because literally because of plot they can't yeah. like they, yeah that's exactly how I felt and
0: so that that's probably my only like big critique of the movie is like yeah. that that tonality shift or that inconsistency is the only thing that took me out I was like which uh-huh. is
1: when you add it all up, it's only about, like, 20% of the movie. Yeah. Where there's, like, the rest of it is just just fun.
0: Yeah. No, I really liked it.
1: But it also, like, comments on, like, superhero culture and how we've become obsessed with it and also, like, uh, internet culture and, and how, like...
0: Uh, family.
1: Yeah. And then it has to act- tackle some deep issues. <laughs> yeah. Like, what family is. And yeah. you're just like, I remember watching that part and the one of the foster parents is from uh, The Walking Dead. And to have such high charisma in a show like The Walking Dead where everything is miserable and you just have this dude that's just upbeat and so charismatic. Uh, I, I've i learned after seeing this movie that it's just him. He's just charismatic because his character in this is so lovable. And I'm like, dude, you were like, and, and his wife, like, you are the greatest foster parents that anyone could ever have. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, very, very touching. And, it is. And in an unexpected way. I wasn't and, expecting and it.
0: And I'm very excited because I think they're doing another one. So I would... They're
1: doing something. Yeah. yeah.
0: I would be really happy to see a Shazam! family movie.
1: Um, so this next one we're going to talk about is very... Uh, it's a very indie movie. Uh, no one saw it. Uh, it was a very limited screening. Like, in the limited release it is called Avengers Endgame. <laughs> uh, I think
0: I, we did a whole episode on we it. We did a
1: whole episode on it. So, so. like
0: if, if you want an in-depth thought process on Avengers Endgame, you can go watch that. I don't remember the name of it. I'll put the name in the description of this episode, but
1: I mean, like we're still as a nation, <laughs> as a planet, as a reeling from
0: under Marvel.
1: <laughs> yes. I would I would salute that. Uh, and like we're still really from the effects of it Mm -hmm. it's still great Uh, I'm gonna probably go through it again soon just cause like I I just yeah
0: I would probably bounce my way through it
1: yeah you can skip around because that's watch the parts you want to watch
0: well it's it's what I do with some different movies just because like I saw the whole thing I got the full experience I don't need to watch people die over and over and over again
1: that's fair but You can see that hammer, though. That hammer? That hammer. Oh. (laughs) So many good moments. Ugh. Oh, yeah.
0: No, that's what I mean. There's a lot in that movie I've really enjoyed. And, like, I seem to be the minority that really enjoyed, like, the timey-wimey jumping around fanfiction moments in the center.
1: I did. There were some parts that were kind of, like, like, there were some pacing spotty issues, like, throughout the movie. Uh, But, I mean, overall, still, like, it's still one of my favorites of the year oh like, yeah the, what they managed to pull off in and of itself
0: I still say Iron Man as like a throughline had one of the best like cinematic storylines we will probably ever see because of the time he got to have it
1: yeah and just he's he
0: got to yell at Captain America
1: Oh yeah that's and that like that scene alone is like just... why did you not even try to have him push for him as an Oscar? Like, to right? get an Oscar nomination. You push Black... Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture last year. Well, technically, this year, whatever. Uh, but why are you not pushing this? This is, like, your 10-year culmination. Right. This is, like, Return of the King. You could probably get more nominations than you might normally... might not normally get because this is such a huge deal. Right. It is now the number one movie of all time. Why don't you put your lead up for a nomination because he freaking deserves it.
0: Right. It, it's ugh. But anyway, I was very happy about that. I was so afraid they were gonna, like, just brush all that away and be like, uh, big happy family. No! No! No!
1: I'm glad that they... I think they did because they were the ones that directed that movie. So they're like, we should probably own up to the repercussions of our own movie. Yep. Uh, but yeah. I, I mean... And
0: Bucky still did nothing. Until the end. Sort of. I...
1: I'm like, what? (laughs) But what, though?
0: He was there. Okay. I I mean, mean, everyone
1: was there. You ain't special, Bucky. No. Sorry for the Bucky fans, but no. No.
0: Here's the thing. I love the... Okay, this is my one gripe with not just this, but just Marvel in general. I love the character of Bucky. The Winter Soldier. I love that character. I hate what they're doing to him in the movies because he hasn't had character development since Winter Soldier. Yep. If even. Yeah. But, like, no. He hasn't had character development since Winter Soldier. He's literally was reset in Civil War, and then he died. He got dusted, and then he came back, and was like, okay, Falcon, here, take the shield. I don't (laughs) need it. No, this is your time, bro. Sorry, I, I am bitter. I love Sebastian Stan, and I love the Winter Soldier. And he's
1: busy, so he's still busy.
0: I know, but it's just like, I I I like him, and I'm hoping that like this Falcon Winter Soldier series like does something. Yeah, but I it, think it will. It's I hope still I'll not get... making up for the movies in which you just did nothing. Not gonna complain about Sebastian Stan. This is my soapbox. I so it down. sounds
1: like, okay, uh, yeah, you're going to need to step down to, like, a smaller level, like a cutesy little animal level, because we need to talk about Detective Pikachu a little bit. <gasps> Detective
0: Pikachu, we also
1: we, did. A- well, yeah, we. this was, like, we're entering, like, summer blockbuster era, and so we, we have our episodes on those. But it was fun. It I, was so fun. And seeing it again, I'm like, it's... It's fun. It's just
0: like, like such a cute movie. Everyone does such a good job, just doing whatever they're doing. Like
1: it's the. the it doesn't f-
0: try hard.
1: No, the story and the premise is very simple, and like you know, the the twist, if you want to call it that, like, isn't. It, it's that, not, a big it's twist. not a hard. It's not hard to figure out at all, but it's just fun, and it's for kids, but it also has plenty of things for adults and people that mm-hmm. grew up with Pokemon. But, I mean, again, like, this movie gets at least three points just for how good everything looks.
0: No, they get, and then they get, like, ten more points from me because (laughs) they gave me Pokemon cards like you should when you go see a movie that's a Pokemon movie. There you
1: go, uh, studio executives. If you want Amy's money, bribe her (laughs) with things. Yes,
0: give me Pokemon cards. That's all I want.
1: (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, that, like, the movie could have had a flawless storyline and just incredible everything. But if the Pokemon didn't look good, it doesn't matter one bit.
0: They looked great. Like, the only... Like, I think I said this in the episode. The only thing that, like, I had a gripe about was Snubble Snubble, was inconsistent in size. Yeah. yeah, But that was, like, two times.
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't a big deal. And then you had Bulbasaur, which you would think I would hate something that takes... Bulbasaur and makes them say something else and not Bulbasaur. Besides Bulba. But it just goes me Meh. <laughs> and it's so freaking cute. I want a
1: The way to Amy's heart.
0: <laughs> that, well, I wish there was more Snorlax in this, in that movie. Other but than... you
1: are a little biased towards Snorlax.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I, I mean. Yeah. I'm saying this is just completely biased. I wish there was more Snorlax. Yeah, I could always use more Snorlax. Snorlax and I have a special bond.
1: I want a movie all about the little Totodile Rangers. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so, next we have a movie that I saw and you have not. Mm-hmm. It is John Wick, Chapter 3, colon, Parabellum. So, I have thoughts on this movie. Uh-huh. I know you do uh, I mean, no. see it. But uh, this one, I love this movie. Like, they amped everything up to a series that is all about amping stuff up to the max. They broke the ceiling. Literally, they broke the ceiling because they fight in, like, a glass... Not, like, a house, but, like, a glass... Tower? Sort of, because there was, like, different levels of it, and they broke through it. So it was, like, the ground for one glass thing is the ceiling of another, and it was just... Glass everywhere. So much broken glass in that movie.
0: And yet this movie was not called Glass.
1: No, it was not. But I can already tell you, it was
0: better. But I can already tell you, it probably had more glass.
1: it did. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I can already tell it did. Uh, But I love this movie. It may even be my favorite movie of the year. uh, Still. Like, Endgame is, like, they're right at each other. There's a couple other movies that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, But, ugh this is probably my favorite of the three john wick movies so far uh because if nothing else the world building is incredibly strong like the the first one is about taking a premise and just taking it to the max and just showing off the skills that the talented cast and crew have the second one started the to build a world they're like you know what this, we we kind of like accidentally made this really cool world let's expand upon that and and see where it goes with that and then the third one takes that so many steps further and you have all of these interesting characters and uh, just it just it's so uh, encapsulating with this the world that they're building up which I don't you know it could I think that's what makes it different from most other action franchises it's instead of like, getting point A to point B and killing as many dudes as we can along the way. No, this is like, we are in a very interesting world with an interesting set of rules and consequences. Uh, and I won't go into why, but the the choosing of the word Parabellum, I think was perfect because they even say like what it is and what it means. And you're just like, oh, that makes sense for the whole movie. But uh, also...
0: I don't think I knew that this movie had a subtitle.
1: It does, Chapter Three Parabellum, uh, and it was well selected. But also, uh, this movie could have been called John Wick Chapter Three Revenge of Dog because the dogs in this movie have some of the craziest fights ever. Like the the stunt dogs are. Stunt dogs. Yeah, they are. They are such good boys, uh, and just yeah, it's like the R rated. Uh, revenge movie of Homeward Bound. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, everything is top-notch on it, and I just... As soon as the movie starts, you just... It is... Full throttle. Go, full throttle. All the way through. Uh, even in the slow, like, the, the calmer moments, it's just, like, yeah. I, I absolutely love this movie. And seeing it in theaters was just such a thrill ride for me. Like, I was just... I'm like, oh yes, this is why people go to the movies. Ah! And it doesn't, that's the sound of it, (laughs) yes. But it doesn't, I don't know, whereas, like, there are other movies, and one of them uh, we'll briefly talk on later, it doesn't feel like, I'm still able to separate it, you know, like, with all this crazy stuff that is going on in the world, this, because it is its own world, and it has its own rules, uh, it it does still offer that escapism mm-hmm. even though there's lots of like violence and and gunplay and all that stuff it's still it still is able to keep that separate mm-hmm. and you're still able to have like a good that time. separation yeah it's such a good time uh, but it's it's all due to all of the world building that they're doing and so like they're like this was supposed to be the third the last one right oh they're making another one i'm like no they definitely set it up for another one and they can go on as long as they want And I will continue to watch it because they continue to deliver. they continue to deliver. They keep making great action sequences. They keep you on the edge of your seat and just keep you enthralled by this uh, very intricate uh, world that they've made. Anyway.
0: You still haven't convinced me to see it yet.
1: I don't care. I I love it. I know. And that's the end. (laughs) John Wick, I win. (laughs) That's it. I know. That wasn't for you. I know. Uh, so, anyway. It never is. Next one is one uh, that we saw a little bit later, but we saw together Booksmart.
0: Oh, yeah, Booksmart. I liked it a lot. I did, too. It was super fun. It had one of the best comedy scenes
1: yeah, ever. 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 Oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: Be careful with your Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about
1: it. Okay. It, spoilers for Booksmart coming up.
0: Spoilers for Booksmart that came out a while ago. Um,
1: but just in case you haven't seen it. but Go ahead. Yeah, they're in the lift and with
0: with the, with the person who was their teacher.
1: It uh, still is because they graduate the next oh, day. Oh yeah, it was the principal.
0: Oh yeah, there you go.
1: And he's who is also a lift driver because you know Money. teachers don't get paid enough, uh, not even principals. And they decided to be adventurous because that's the whole premise of the movie.
0: Because one of them is having like their sexual awakening. Yeah. With like, I'm finally gonna go for the fact that I like girls.
1: Yeah. It's like she's been open, openly about it, but she's like, I'm gonna get some, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Uh, they're but, like,
0: do you know how to get some? Yeah,
1: she's like, let's watch some, let's watch some girl on girl porn, let's do, let's do it. And uh, they're watching it in the backseat of the car, and the principal's like, oh, you want to? Here, I've got all kinds of cables. We can listen to your music. That's fine. Plugs it in, and it's just squelching. Uh,
0: okay, that's enough. That's <laughs>
1: Oh, but, like, everything was so well done. It was... I was cracking up so hard. Like, that was
0: the funniest
1: thing. Oh, God. It was... It was so funny. Oh.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: The movie was very good. It was a very good movie. Acted, well acted, well directed, mm-hmm. good I really liked one.
0: both of the leads. They're both yeah. really good.
1: Yeah. One of them uh, is Jonah Hill's little sister. Mm-hmm.
0: And then the other one is in a bunch of stuff now. Yeah, she's she's everywhere. Yeah, so it's it's definitely worth watching. I liked it more than I liked uh, Super Bad, Super Hot, Super Bad, Super Bad, yeah. which which was to say I didn't like that movie, but um, I liked this one. It's definitely like uh current youth culture comedy.
1: Oh yeah, I mean. There, there were a couple of those. It was like, was it like, the boys one, uh, like boys? there was one. It was like the younger boys that oh. Seth Rogen. Oh and then yeah, they, I don't the
0: other boys, the boys. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and so there's there were like a couple of those that came out this year, but I, I think Booksmart was like, you know, well above. Yeah, and it and it elevated it. It was a better movie than just like. Oh, female super bad or yeah. whatever. No, like I like,
0: get that that's how they build it, and I get why they build it that way. But it, it definitely stands on its own.
1: Yeah, it, it it's, is its own
0: really good movie. Yeah,
1: like I understand that it, that's what to get people to see it. You know, that's what you have to do sometimes. But I think it's better than that. Oh sorry. Like, you know, it's, it's not it's, a just female super bad. No, it is its own movie with its own message and own thing to say. So
0: yeah, go see it. It's fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, next one is one that just you saw. I did. I saw a Keanu Reeves movie by myself, and, and so, so did I.
0: <laughs> I watched Always Be My Maybe, the Netflix movie, which I thought was worth talking about because Casey also saw a Keanu Reeves movie. It's really cute. I like Ali Wong. I like the guy. Randall Park. Randall Park. Right? Park. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna be like the guy from Ant Man. <laughs> um, they're both super fun. It's really cute. It like. It is definitely just a regular rom-com, but it's definitely one that like stands really strong. And Keanu Reeves is really great at being like a very weird caricature of Keanu Reeves who breaks <laughs> stuff over people's heads and just like ah, I can fight and all this kind of stuff. But also being like peace loves zen, and <laughs> it, it's such a weird. His scenes are so weird. But it's definitely worth seeing and then it's also worth just watching through the credits for the uh, original song from Randall Park's band in the movie which is like a band that like is popular despite the fact that they kind of sound not great. (laughs) Um, But their song about... I, I don't know. Are you ever going to watch this movie, Casey? Yeah, I, I probably will. Okay, I won't tell you the title of the song then. Okay. Because the title of the song is a spoiler. But okay. it's certainly
1: worth yeah, it. Yeah, c- I couldn't hide I couldn't escape the Keanu, hearing about the Keanu, but...
0: N- n- you can't, because it was in no. the marketing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, next one is... We saw it separately, but we have both seen it. Rocket Man.
0: We did. You saw it, because I rented it.
1: Yep. You are like, <laughs> hey, you want to watch this? You can. And I was like, okay. And then I did.
0: Yep. It's a weird movie.
1: Yeah, but I liked it.
0: No, it was, like, it was super fun. The guy did super well being Elton John. I think some of the timeline stuff and some of the, like, song choices for scenes was a little weird. But, like, it was a weird line between we're a musical movie and then we're a movie with music.
1: Yeah, I I, I really liked... To me, that was one of the best things about it, though, because you know instead of just following the it got a lot of comparisons because it was like about someone in that same time uh to Bohemian Rhapsody it
0: also was released not that far from that
1: yeah and also featured one of the same people
0: oh yeah the the music producer guy in this that's played by littlefinger
1: If yeah in Bohemian Rhapsody it was played by Aiden Gillen yep uh, and this one is it
0: is Rob star yes whose name I can't remember
1: yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll remember yep. it later. I'll just shout it out.
0: Yep. Um, but they both play the same person. Richard Madden. Yeah, there you go. Like,
1: that was faster than I thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and they both play the same music producer dude. In Bohemian Rhapsody, he's like much less a big villain.
1: Yeah, and he's, he's not like, even like really that much of a villain. Now. No, he's just, he's like just a, kind of
0: like a guy who doesn't make great business practices, but they end pretty amicably.
1: Yeah, it's just like, well, okay, I'm sorry, you don't want money then. And yep. so, you know, it was more of like a, I As not believing beyond, in my people yeah. or like, you know, that that sort of stuff. This one is, he was romantically involved with him and just...
0: Just bad. Just bad. Bad, bad, bad. bad Toxic
1: bad. relationships.
0: Yeah. This, uh, Rocky Man doesn't go into his like long-term relationship, um, but I... I liked it a lot. I the fun, I'm still standing is just one of the funniest things to me. Like no matter what context it's in, it's and it's just so funny. Clearly that's
1: what got him the role because that's what he sings and sing. It, oh yeah, yeah. At I the end that. his character sings I'm still standing. Cuz
0: he's the gorilla? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, then he got to do it again for uh for Rocket Man. Yeah. Yeah, I I liked that it was blurred lines cuz it was like Sometimes very fantastical, and then other times, you know, very rooted in, yeah. in the dramatic situation. Well,
0: I think they had a lot of, like, input with Elton John.
1: Yeah, it and was it was very true to the spirit of, of Elton John. And, and,
0: and Elton John's was also just like, I'm not hiding any of the horrible person I was at times. Yeah,
1: that was the other thing. Like, people were like, well, Bohemian Rhapsody had a lot of involvement with Queen, and they were very, like... a it, it, it has to like fit very, this
0: vision of Freddie.
1: Yeah, and it was very vanilla. Whereas Elton John is like, "Hey, if you're gonna tell my story, tell my story." Yep. And so to me, like, I appreciate that a lot more. Uh, I do
0: too.
1: So, yeah. Uh, it was good. was good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I definitely it would be worth a watch. It I also
1: it. had like a kind of a slow start at first. I was like, oh, "This seems a little bit generic," well, and it, then
0: once he starts,
1: yeah, literally as soon as Taron Egerton comes into the movie, it's like, whew. Breathing life in this movie, we're off. Yep. Because uh, you
0: start with, like, a flashback version of him, and you're like, what?
1: And you're like, okay, so we're following the formula. Oh Now we're not. Okay, we're good. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it was...
0: Also, it never knew how awful his dad was.
1: Oh, yeah. Oof.
0: I mean, I did not know a lot about Elton John going
1: into I didn't this. either. Like, I like a lot of his music. I just... That's another reason I was like, I didn't know a lot well, it's about like, him. like, I
0: think, especially our generation... Because I, I do consider us the same generation. Um, That's a, grew up with him from Lion King. Yeah. And so, like, it's a very wide <laughs> step from, you know, the, the Disney movie to who he was actually as a person. Yeah. What's next?
1: Uh, a movie I saw by myself. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Toy Story 4. mm Oh.
0: I never saw have a stock Toy Story 3. Oh. So, I wasn't gonna go see Toy Story
1: 4. That's fair. Uh, and it definitely, like, the it is very much connected to Toy Story three, like it is you. You really need to see Toy Story three before you see Toy Story four. Uh, but it was a movie that like no one really asked for, but it still was really good. Okay, like I really really enjoyed it, and the if <laughs> uh, if the last sentence. In that movie is the last to be uttered of the whole Toy Story franchise. Beautiful. Uh, I, don't know I know you don't th- care.
0: I mean, I don't care about spoilers now.
1: Okay. So, Toy Story 4 spoilers. <laughs> uh, it ends with like a little mid credit scene of Forky finding a girlfriend. They make him a girlfriend.
0: Okay. Is it a spoon?
1: Uh, I think it was a spoon, but it has like little curly hair and lipstick, and he's like, whoa. And she's like, uh, how are you, how are we alive? And he looks at the camera and says, I don't know. <laughs> and then it just, like, that does that little, like, zoom in on his face until it's just, like, the black dot and closes to black. I'm like, okay, if we're gonna end the series there, <laughs> perfect. Because <laughs> they explain how are you- every question. Yeah, like, how are you alive? <laughs> I don't no. no. <laughs> uh, but this was very much... Uh, there's like a certain plot or a theme. And this one definitely has a theme to it too, of like uh, being the the idea of being needed or wanted and loved and that, that desire to be loved. But at the end of the day, this was a Woody story. Woody and Bo Peep, uh, who is phenomenal in this movie, by the way.
0: Because uh, they finally remembered she the, existed. They're
1: like... Oh yes, we are going to explain her absence and make everything great. Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, the there wasn't like an evil villain. Uh, there the was just evil like
0: evil villain was life.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> like even that was just someone who was just misunderstood, and also just wanted to be loved and like it. it the message and everything like it was. That's why it's, like, one of Pixar's flagship franchises, because it was, like, the first one. But also, it's still, like, one of the best ones. And so, I was really glad I saw it. Uh, really well made. And, like, I didn't particularly ask for another, like, I was good with how Toy Story 3 ended. But I'm also really good with how this ended.
0: So. Okay. So, you would say it was worth...
1: Um... It was definitely worth it. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so, what's next?
1: Uh, so, only a couple more. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home.
0: All right. Spider-Man Far From Home. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I yeah, still yeah. think I liked the first one more.
1: You like Homecoming more? I think so. I, I don't.
0: I think I do, just because I also don't have to think about how sad I am about Iron Man.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it did lean on that a lot. Uh, but, I just, like, as a movie, and as a Spider-Man movie, and as, like, Spider-Man character I think the movie overall was better although Spider-Man Homecoming had some really 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 good stuff Uh, but yeah I mean again this is one of the ones that we have you also like Jake
0: Gyllenhaal more
1: than me I do this is true The end.
0: (laughs) I was I was impressed by the fact that I started this this movie going like is Jake Gyllenhaal just a bad actor and I forgot to oh no he's a good actor because he was playing a bad actor yeah (laughs) which was a great reveal because like my brain was really just like oh no yeah because like the whole thing with
1: with Jake yeah like the first chunk of the movie you're just like uh, until
0: the reveal yeah like you're just like.
1: Eh. Yeah, you're like, what this this? Who is this guy? He's so cheesy, and I don't like him. And you're like, oh yeah. But for people who know Mysterio, you're like, yes, yeah. he did it. Well done, Jake.
0: It. I think we also have another thing about this a podcast about this episode. Yeah, no, I said do. Yeah. We, yeah. We so yeah, I loved uh, Zendaya. I think her character was great. I I want them to do more with her. I enjoy. And I think they will. I know. I enjoy like. Here I give you this thing because you like death. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. like it's broken. and her mace. <laughs> yes, which is great. Um, I, she's having like a renaissance right now, which is
1: she. She busy.
0: She busy. I haven't tried Euphoria. I don't know if I feel like it.
1: I know it's pretty heavy. I've heard it's like I've heard it's, it's good, but it's just it's very heavy.
0: Yeah, that's so what I just mean. Like I just don't know if I need it. Yeah. For as much as, like, I'm sure I would enjoy some of it from what i It's heard. for real
1: real, from what I hear.
0: From real real, and also uh, aesthetically pleasing. Oh, yeah. As, like, a series. Yeah. Like, I hear that about their makeup, their outfits, the... The, the color palette. The, yeah, like, oh, everything so. I just hear is very aesthetically pleasing. So, that's cool. Um, I also really enjoyed the special effects of this movie. I think that was very, very strong. I think, yeah, I think I would like this one better if I didn't have to be sad about Iron Man the whole time. That's fair. Because they beat you over the head with that.
1: Yeah. And we... Again, we have... Go listen to our episode about it for our full review. Uh, But it's just like... yeah, It just got a little bit too much. Yep. Uh, But enough about sadness. Let's talk about your favorite movie of the year. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Uh, Do I... Yeah, yeah, no. This is this is definitely my least favorite movie of the yeah. year. I was gonna be like, is it it chapter two? No,
1: no, no. It chapter two. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah.
0: Um. No. Once upon in Hollywood, I hated it. Like I absolutely hated it. I don't have anything nice to say except like it's pretty. Like cinematography-wise, there, there were
1: some scenes with Leo that I really enjoyed.
0: The the scene with Leo and the little girl whenever he's on set, strong. The little girl is awesome. Leonardo DiCaprio's character does a great job with, like, interacting with her and being, like, the weird, like, bum that he is. Everything else can just be burnt in a fire.
1: <laughs> it's, like, and I know a lot of people love this movie. And, you know, if you love the movie, that's totally fine. And you're allowed to. Uh, it just...
0: You get free tickets to the bonfire.
1: <laughs> it, it just... There are so many things where I was just like, ah, this is kind of making me retroactively dislike some other Tarantino things.
0: It, 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 There's just so much that made me uncomfortable. Like, all of Brad Pitt's character, all of his character development makes no sense because it makes no impact on the story. They just make him a wife killer. And then they're like, sure. And then there's just so much of this violence towards things. And, like, I, I know people say that, like, Sharon Tate's, family was like yay we're happy with how she's depicted in it but like maybe but her she character goes has,
1: to the movies
0: she goes to the movies and she smiles at things and people say that she's only famous like they imply a lot that she's only famous because she got murdered because like no one cares who she is in any of her movies and it's just like she's so excited to be there and no one cares and then she almost gets murdered And then she doesn't. And then you're also just, like, implying with your movie that, you know, if they were two rough-and-tumble dudes instead of, you know, the people who were in that house the night that the Manson murders happened in that house with Sharon Tate and the people. Like, you're saying, you know, if you were needlessly violent and horrible people, you would have survived. And, like, that, to me is so disrespectful.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then
0: you have a wife killer stick his dog on a bunch of girls.
1: Yeah. It's, like, poor poor choices. Uh, like, the, stylistically and visually, like, it, it was well done as far as, like, it definitely made homages to lots of old Hollywood stuff, but I feel like that was it. And it was just like a, okay, we're going to have scenes with these characters... Only because they're going to be in, like, the big final battle at the end. There's no, like... There's not really a connecting thread mm -hmm. other than they were there at the same time. Uh, And, like... It just...
0: The Manson things had almost nothing to do with the plot. It was legitimately because he wanted to rewrite history. And I don't know if that's something... Like, Inglorious Bastards, for as much as, like... That's what he's doing is rewriting history. At least, kind of felt like it had a point, point. and also,
1: and I felt like in that movie he earned it. Yeah. Uh, like with everything else going on, it it just it felt earned, and uh, and it was something that was building up from the beginning and not just kind of stitched together roughly at the end. That
0: that there's there's a good that's actually a really good point, point. and th- I won't go into like super detail. In *Inglorious they are building to that moment. But, like, the entire plot is building to that moment. Yeah. The entire plot of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is relying on the fact that you know Sharon Tate gets murdered. And that you expect it to happen just so they can make it not happen. And... And it's, it's not building see, to that point.
1: But see, the other problem with that is, since he had done that in the past, that's exactly what I... I was... that To me, that wasn't a twist at all. It was like, okay, well... Because of all the violence and stuff, I'm sure he's not going to even kill Sharon Tate in this movie. He's just going to do, like, what he did with Inglourious Bastards and just kind of take the rug out. Like, that's what I was expecting to happen. And so, I wasn't even surprised by that. Yeah. So...
0: But, and it's just, like, your plot threads aren't together to lead you to, like, that being the culminating factor. Like, nothing... And all
1: that was happenstance, too. Yeah. The The whole, like, final encounter is all by happenstance it wasn't an by any plot threads Coming
0: ending up together, together no. it
1: was like whoops they went to the wrong house or whatever they went I mean, to the just...
0: wrong house those guys were drunken on drugs so they fought because they were all just freaking out they're like it had no point
1: yeah and just all... the fact that they're like oh well these guys killed the bad guys, so they're the heroes. I'm like, these are all terrible people.
0: And like, not even in, like, the entertaining way of, like, watching terrible people be, te- like, terrible. Yeah. No, these are terrible people that you're telling us are, are heroes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, they aren't framed in a way to be, like, these are terrible
1: people. It's funny. I remember you, you leaned over to me in the theater, because you know, like, I'm, I'm a, I am I'm really like Tarantino's mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I, I really like a lot of his movies, a lot like a lot of people do. And you nervously looked over at me and were like, what did you think? Because you're, I could tell you were feeling like, oh, I hated this movie, but I'm going to feel kind of awkward if he really liked it. And I was like, I hated it.
0: (laughs) And I was very surprised. Yeah. Just because like...
1: And this is from somebody who really likes his, his other movies and was coming into this hoping it to be like, not I I didn't even like see a lot of stuff on it. It wasn't like there was a big hype for it. It was just like a I want this to do well because I like his other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want this to be a good movie. And I just didn't yeah. uh, like to the, up to this point. My least favorite movie was Death Proof of his only because it was okay. I didn't even dislike Death Proof. I just thought it was oh it was just yeah. kind of average. Uh, but this one I just didn't like. And like I could go on and on about why is so but we don't need to do that no but uh, it
0: was it was it was just on uh, on a personal note in that moment when you told me you didn't like it it i i feel fully validated in my feelings on the movie but it was also really nice to know that it wasn't just my hang-ups that yeah, made me not like it yeah Does that make it was sense?
1: yeah because you
0: cuz there's another movie in here that like my s- s- personal hang-ups would be like a big factor in me not liking a movie yeah but I wanted to make sure it wasn't just that because I didn't go into this movie being like I'm gonna hate it. I went to this movie being like it'll be fine.
1: And see, and so you have someone who's just like, you know, kind of indifferent about it, yeah. versus someone who was really a fan crazy. of it. Yeah, and 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 we still got we still saw the same things. We we saw the same flaws, and we had like our opinions are exactly the same on this. Yeah, which doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, by the way yeah, yeah. That, that's
0: how that's how that's feel. that <laughs> uh, 100% uh Razzie
1: so yes so uh we counterbalanced that in the same day because we did a double feature that we did game, and saw something else that I enjoyed much much more uh Hobbs and Shaw
0: I'm so happy that was the second movie we saw <laughs> yeah
1: because we were like should we see this one first and something I could tell both of us were like
0: uh, let's see the other one first. Well, a lot, of, a lot of it was also like it was late at night, and it was like this one movie will keep us awake.
1: Yeah, this. I mean, it's just pure action. It's it's part of the Fast and Furious it's franchise
0: and Jason Statham. And what do you expect? It it was super fun. The sister character that is introduced in this movie is awesome. I enjoyed her immensely. I I liked. It was just all super really fun. It's just and fun. then you like, have Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, who I wasn't and okay. no one. Okay, this is... We have to talk about this. <laughs> we have to talk this about... This is Casey's thing. This is how you... This is how you, you do, do it. it. Like, Kevin Hart pops up in this movie. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. I had no idea. And I was able to be pleasantly surprised by that.
0: And the Helen Mirren, who is in other movies.
1: I mean, that I knew... I was expecting her to come back because she wasn't the last mm-hmm. one. Uh, and I was really hoping she she would... Uh,
0: but she wasn't in the advertisements, I don't believe. Right.
1: So it wasn't a thing. So it's just like, a, oh, yeah, yeah. Y- they did bring you back. Uh, but, I, and and I have to point the fingers at the, the Arrowverse shows right now. Yes, I'm on my soapbox now. You don't have to spoil things for people to get people to see your stuff, especially if it's a franchise that's already well-established. This is the ninth movie in this series people are gonna see it. It's a big mainstream movie. Uh, And they knew that. So that's why they didn't have to... Like, we have Kevin Hart. We have Ryan Reynolds. We have all these things. They didn't need to do that, so they didn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Arrowverse, on the other hand, is like, look at all these people that we got. It's like, great. You have probably, no joke, about like 30 to 40 cameos that you spoiled at least 37 of those of just because you couldn't contain your excitement. It's like... Could Do you know how much of a nerd overload that we would get?
0: By just being like, oh my god, they're here! And
1: instead, them, them! And it's them! And it's oh my god! It would
0: be the everybody's here moment of Avengers, which is one of those things where you knew it was going to happen, pretty much. Like, you knew everyone was going to come back, and there was probably going to be some big epic battle, but you didn't know how, and, so, and they didn't tell you anything about that big final battle. Yeah. So when it happens, even though you expect it to happen... You're still like, oh my god, and oh my god! People were
1: expecting the the cap hammer thing, but, but when you don't, but when you it's
0: when you let people wait for it.
1: Yeah, and you just give it to them versus it's like somebody's saying like, oh, here's your present I got you for Christmas. Look at it, All right, I'm gonna go wrap it now. It's like, but I already know what it is. Yep. There's no like surprise element. Giving
0: ever. showing someone their unwrapped Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's not like you were like. Here's your Christmas present, and it's like I couldn't tell that you meant unwrapped until later.
1: Oh well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just I don't know. and and to that, it just it only added on to it. Uh, and I, I was trying to remember her last name, and I was like, I think it's Vanessa Kirby, right? And I just double check that is her last name. That she plays the sister.
0: Yep. So cool. So cool. She,
1: I like the fact that her and the Rock get into a fight, and she beats his ass. Right,
0: because she has skills.
1: But they're like. I could tell you were holding back and you didn't mean to kill me. So it was like, oh, it, it adds another layer to this fight of mm-hmm. like, okay, because we're, we're watching this, because she's a smaller lady. Yeah. And the rock is gigantic. Yeah. And so watching them fight and get his ass beat <laughs> uh, and then have a moment after that to address it and be like, oh, you had no intention of killing me. I know what that is. You were pulling your punches. So even to say, like, even with that fight, you were holding back. I'm like, oh, this is good.
0: Yeah, because uh, here's the thing. Yeah, the rock is giant. but And I'm not saying anything about anything else, but skill can trump muscle a lot of the times. And I, and what gets me sometimes when people try to qualify why a girl will win a fight is always by adding all these, like, unnecessary things yeah. or all these crazy things. No, sometimes you just have skill and yeah, I don't have that skill. But, you know, you would expect someone who, like, has the life she has in this universe of crazy physics <laughs> <laughs> that, that happens with everybody to be able to hold her own against someone with a lot of muscle because she has the knowledge of how to use muscle against people. Yeah,
1: it was definitely, like, the speed move around kind of thing, maneuvering. But then to also have a moment and be like, You were also holding back because you could have probably even killed me, but you didn't. So that's why I know you're not a bad person. I was like, oh, that just gave more to the thing that was just well done. Uh, And like the movies are silly. The the movies are just so silly and they just keep getting sillier. But this is why I love it. I like the characters. I like what they do. And they're like, screw physics. We're going to do what we want and you're going to enjoy it because we enjoy it. And we're not asking you to take this mm-hmm. super seriously. They know how to they they've learned They know how their to, franchise. They know their they franchise, they know how to ride that line yeah. and they do it really well. And so It was fun. It was better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It
0: was 100 percent better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And if and you I... want
1: to fight me on it, fight me, because I will use skill instead of muscle. Yeah. High five. <laughs> Uh, right, I'm glad you, you liked it too, because you haven't seen a lot of this.
0: I've seen You've seen a few of them the right? first three Fast and Furious movies. She hasn't
1: seen all the good ones. I... the I, really good ones.
0: Yeah, not for not wanting to see them, just because like at the time in which they were coming out, it was not on my radar that that one, they were getting like better, but two, I wasn't spending money to go to the movies and I didn't know much about these movies other than the other ones that I think I saw mostly on TV. I have nothing against this franchise. It's fun. I like their ride at Universal. What's next?
1: Righty or not?
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: here we come with another movie. Ready or not?
0: Horror comedy.
1: Yeah, this one we uh, because of like time and schedule, we had we saw this a little bit later. Yep, it was a couple weeks later. But I'm still really glad I saw this movie.
0: Me too. It was really fun. It had it.
1: A- Ready or not? If I wasn't clear about that. Yes. I
0: had- uh. The one with the girl who marries a guy and must play a game and survive or not, or else be sacrificed to what is basically the devil, and it's really fun. I I enjoyed it a lot. I I it was original. Yeah. Like it was so original, and I think it it rides that line like Happy Death Day does, where like you have a good balance of horror, and comedy, and like, your main character is charismatic as hell, and just carries it.
1: Yeah, Samara Weaving is definitely... Like, I I, I told you, I was looking this at a review... This is more gory, a, though. Yeah. I was looking at a review and it said, you get to literally watch, in real time, her become a movie star.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, And so, she is the, the niece of Hugo Weaving, yeah. so, you know.
0: And no offense to Hugo Weaving, She's much prettier. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah no offense to you bud but yeah it was great she was great Adam Uh, Brody's also there Adam Brody's really good
0: no he's he's the second best thing in this movie
1: oh yeah cause and then the
0: third best is Satan himself
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh but what about the grandma the Uh, crazy grandma with the evil face
0: oh my god see but she to me is such like a caricature of a person
1: oh she is a straight up cartoon and I love it (laughs) Like, this movie knows how ridiculous it is and points out how ridiculous it is.
0: Oh, yeah. Because, like, the daughter is high on drugs and just shooting everybody. And they're like, we keep talking about this. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's just like, and it, but the, the commentary on this movie is so strong. Oh,
0: yeah. The rich people. Yeah. Rich, rich pe- people are crazy. Oh, rich people are weird.
1: And we as a society are desensitized
0: to violence. Yep. And it, it it's... But
1: it's also just hilarious in mm-hmm. a lot of points. Like, just...
0: And the guy that you think is going to be a good guy is not. He's just a whiny brat, and he gets his comeuppance, and then the one good guy still has to die, but...
1: Spoilers.
0: <laughs> I mean, th- th- we've done spoilers already so far. The la- The last image, though, of her just, like, with this bloody outfit, and the cops, and the cigarette... Yeah. It's just
1: great. Uh, it's just, it's super stylish. Uh, it's got some really great commentary. And it's really funny. It's really well made. The violence is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: it this, this is like Cabin in the Woods kind of violence. Yeah. Where, like. Like,
1: there are smaller moments of violence that are very visceral. Yes. And then there's, like, the silly over-the-top, like, we are watching a balloon of blood explode. Like, that kind of stuff. Uh, but Exploding
0: uh, th- meatbags. Yeah,
1: it was honestly one of my favorite movies of the year, I think. Me
0: too. I really enjoyed it. Uh,
1: like, it just, it's just... It's a movie that tries to do many different things, and a lot of times people frown upon that. I actually like it when movies do that, where you can be funny, you can have dramatic moments, you can have these commentary moments. It's like just...
0: life. Life is a series of ups and downs of emotion. You, you're you not, there's not there's not rules. I don't care about your stupid film school. There's not rules.
1: Yeah, I agree. And so that's why this one, like everything it tried to do, succeeded. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she punched a little kid, bratty kid in the face. Knocked I him mean, out. I mean,
0: he really really had it coming.
1: Yep. Hey,
0: how's it hey, coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, super just, great. Just if you've seen this movie, just the moment it just starts going like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's just great. It, I highly recommend this movie.
0: Yes, it's it's really great. And hey, it's Halloween time. If you want to watch a horror movie, go watch this one.
1: Uh, so next one, we're gonna jump to uh, one that you added to the list. I did. Uh, the Steven Universe movie.
0: I felt this deserved being talked about. So, Casey hasn't finished Steven Universe, so we are going to kind of go light on spoilers for this because I'm trying to keep Casey as in the dark about what happens in Steven Universe. Thank you. Yeah. So, this is a time jump movie. So, that that's obvious from just the artwork. Um, it's a time jump. They're dealing with, like, a one-off leftover of what happened at the end of the last season And it's just, the music is great, the acting is great, it's such a Steven Universe movie with all the emotions and you don't have to fight, and it's all about people evolving and dealing with trauma and dealing with, you know, being abused by toxic people and how you should react to that and how you should heal. And it's just so great, and there's some great moments, and there's a moment that's so like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure meets Johnny Bravo, and I'm like oh my god, what is happening this entire time. It's great. And I really just wanted to take a second out of this just to be like, go watch this movie if you love Steven Universe. It's one of my favorite series because of its reliance on conversation over conflict in that you can solve things with words. Star Trek. Yes, I know. It's something I really (laughs) like. I thought of that when we were doing our last episode with Star Trek versus Star Wars. I was like, I really do like conflict resolution through communication over-violence when it comes to, like, myself. And so seeing that be successful is great. And Steven Universe, the Steven Universe movie, I would, like, I started it, and, you, like, you get to your big bad, and I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And then I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, I like this. And it's it's really great. The music is A+. It's a cool thing, and I'm really excited for the uh, epilogue series, epilogue miniseries that's coming out.
1: Is that... Like, are they going to keep going with Steven Universe for a while, or so, is it just that's supposed to be so kind of at the it,
0: end? So, it's we have the seasons that were Steven Universe, then you have the Steven Universe movie, and then we're getting a mini series that's called Steven Universe Future that takes place directly after the movie. And it's just going to be a mini series, and then it's over.
1: Steven Universe is done after that?
0: As, as of right now. Okay. Which is okay. I was fine with Steven Universe being over after the finale of the like main show. Like, the way it ended, I was happy. So like I was fine if that was the end, and then we were going to get a movie, and I was like, that's cool. And the brilliance of the marketing of this movie is that when they first started advertising this movie, the last season of Steven Universe was not over yet. And you didn't know it was a time jump movie because all of the stuff they showed was everyone's really old um, character design. So you're like, oh, it's a f- preview. Like so, it's a movie set sometime in the past of stuff that like happened. A prequel movie, not a prequel movie, but like a uh, one off. Like we made an episode into a movie from like something we skipped.
1: Okay, like maybe it's like like a something between the seasons, yeah. or between episodes. Like
0: so, it made it seemed like that, and then the picture came out that Steven had a neck, and <laughs> they're like, oh my god, <laughs> he, he has boom. a neck, <laughs> and it's it's just great. It's great, and I'm so excited, and yeah, you should watch it. it. It's one of my favorite cartoon series ever, and the movie was awesome.
1: I'll get there. I know. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next, It Chapter 2. We're almost done. I know we're doing a bit of a but we're actually doing well for ourselves because we we're actually, actually moving at a pretty good pace.
0: Yep, we just had a lot of movies. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. We'll probably do another one of these early January.
1: Yeah, just because, so, like, with the Oscar season and, like, all, you know... Holiday movies
0: ones, and...
1: All the fun stuff because they, like, to jam-pack it in the last, like... The last two Couple or three months, months of, of the year, yep. so... We'll do another one, uh, but these were, like, mostly, like, some rapid-fire ones. Yep. And again, touching on some of those that we... Already have an episode for
0: yeah those
1: we could talk about for a long time
0: woo but we did not make an episode about each chapter two no we didn't you want to say what uh meh. yeah
1: that's what I had to say
0: yeah I I mean there was the part of the movie this movie that made me very angry and made me just start off like on a very bad foot with this movie yeah be like, the beginning I... of
1: the movie was not
0: good no it was not like it, it it's a scene that comes from the book but the book has a has a point of view. For as much as I don't agree with that point of view, like it's legitimately, it's supposed to be the town making people even more evil.
1: Yeah, but I they mean, don't do that. It, it has it has a purpose. This one, it, as it's, messed up or as like as as much as you can disagree with it, it, it apparently that. in the book it has a purpose.
0: It, the the Somewhat. sort of. Like, it at least has an explanation.
1: I will I will take that. Yes. I will take an explanation or a somewhat. Yes. This one gave me none of that.
0: No. This, it, they never touched on it again. They don't have any kind of indication of why these people are doing this other than they're just being horrible, ignorant, bad people. And you just watch this violent hate crime happen, and then there's Pennywise that eats the dude, and it's like, Why? Yeah. Why was any of this... And then the only other time this is acknowledged is when Richie is in the...
1: The, the sewer and then, no, like... No, he's... Where was he? Richie
0: is in the lawn with the giant lumberjack man monster. And the, and the d- deceased guy who was eaten as a dead guy walks by and, like, says something sassy and that's it.
1: Okay, I thought there was one point, like, one of them was, like, crawling towards him.
0: No, or that was like. something different.
1: Okay. See, it's... It's no, it
0: was legitimately. I do believe the only time we get any sort of like quote unquote acknowledgement is in the lumberjack scene where like he, Pennywise possesses the big giant lumberjack statue, and like goes after him. There's the guy who walks by. That's it. That is it.
1: Yeah, and so like I think it wouldn't have excused it, but if if you had just given something, if Pennywise had a line
0: context.
1: Yeah, context, just saying something like, and people say, I'm the monster. Even if he, like, killed the person after that, if there was, like, some sort of commentary of, like, okay, I'm terrible, but they're worse. Like, anything like that.
0: the, The whole point, like, and this is what really makes me annoyed, is, like, the reason that scene is in the book is because the town of Derry is supposed to make the adults there awful, Like, it's supposed to make them more violent and evil people. So, like... And it's something they even kind of touch on in the first one. Yeah, but they don't in this. Like, they don't give any context of, like, that's what's happening with these guys, you know? And they don't bring it up in the end. Like, no one... No other adults seem to be affected. Like, the only other bad adult we get is uh, Beverly's father, who is supposed to be an abusive asshole. And so, like, if the only other bad adult that we see is this dude then no these other guys were just also horrible people do you know yeah. what I mean
1: yeah and 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 that doesn't even yeah it doesn't suggest that it was the town like bringing yeah. that out of them it's just oh no they're terrible people
0: and committed a hate crime
1: but you're not even gonna you're not even gonna take the two seconds out of the movie to say and that's bad
0: yeah you no. didn't
1: do that no you also didn't do that uh, right <laughs> after that with Beverly's crazy husband nope It's like, okay, cool, so she still likes abusive people. Great, so she can uh, fall for people later on in the movie.
0: Yep. Nope. It was legitimately, she got a horrible husband so that she can fall in love with the guy who doesn't, you know, hasn't really actually earned her love. She's a reward for him getting skinny. Anyway, the rest of the movie was just kind of boring.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, the... Besides that, there was like stuff to enjoy and there were some good things about it. Uh the the pacing was a bit The best things awkward. were Bill Hader. Uh yeah, and then you have Bill Hader who saves the day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Um Bill Hader was
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bill Hader was the best thing about that movie. And I like
1: And they started marketing that right away.
0: I like Jessica Chastain. I don't like her as Beverly. I think
1: I think she did a good job with everything that she had.
0: I agree with that, but I feel like the way she acts, like, the general way she carries herself doesn't fit with the character they established for Beverly.
1: I think it may have worked better with, ironically, the person that the young Beverly played the young version of and something else for Amy Adams.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think
1: that would have been a better fit, but I don't think she was bad in any way. Or no, like, I was, don't
0: think she was bad. I just think she didn't... It didn't feel like the same character for me.
1: It was just... And there was some stuff with Mike where it was like... He kind of screwed everyone over and trapped them. Right. And, like, basically galled them and got them into a spiderweb trap. Like, brought them all back to screw them over, essentially. And they're like, yeah, it's fine.
0: Well, like... And then the other thing I would say is... There was a lot of reliance on cgi in this movie that yeah. felt so unreal and so ridiculous that it wasn't scary. The only scary moments in this movie was the times in which Pennywise was interacting with the kids because that's legitimately the creepy part of it. That's why the first one was so strong because the relationship between Pennywise and these kids was creepy and scary. He doesn't interact with adults ever so then putting a cast of adults as your main cast of this movie against Pennywise, is just ends up being ridiculous. Yeah, it's
1: true. And, yeah, they don't even see him until the end.
0: Yeah. And so, like, you you lose what was so strong about the first one. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they separated it into two movies. And, you know, separate it into previous and old. So they had to keep referencing the first movie. Because they're like, one, this is what people loved, So we want to make sure these kids are in this movie. But two... The, it's a parallel story, so the stuff that's happening to the adults is a parallel of what's happening to the kids, so we end up getting this same story again. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so, I just think it was poorly executed, and there might have been a better way to do it, but it wasn't this, and I think the, the kid actors were stronger maybe, than the adults.
1: Maybe if... As a whole. If they made it one movie and kind of reversed it and had more time with the kids, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, had, like, a little, like, 30 minutes of the movie be dedicated to the adult versions, maybe that would have been a maybe. better... Maybe. Or
0: if you separate it into two movies of, like, you know, the parallel of adult and kid up to a certain point and then to another point. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm not saying this is how it is. Like, the original one with Tim Curry had issues also because it...
1: Maybe the source material has issues.
0: I mean, the source material has plenty of issues. This is me like nitpicking based on whatever. I-, I am a fan of Stephen King as like a person who can write things and make stories that people like glom onto. He's good at like coming up with stories. He's really bad at embellishment because he doesn't know how to edit himself, and his editors have now gone to the point where they don't edit him. And so there's a lot that was in it specifically, like uh, childhood orgies and space turtles and like a bunch of other weird stuff some of it that made it into these movies and some of it that didn't that just don't make sense and then there's some of the stuff that they cut out from the book from these movies that probably would have helped it with like beverly's husband makes a reappearance later and there's like other things that they probably could have used that would have made the adult story stronger because it would bring in other points of them being adults rather than just rehashing the stuff they did as kids. But Stephen King can't edit himself, and so people have trouble editing down his work for film adaptation, which is why, like, his miniseries end up being super slow, because, like, there's whole chunks of nothing going on, but when you cut... Some stuff out, it you start cutting out the wrong bits, and then you end up with that. So, it, like it, that's why his stuff is so hard to adapt because there's so much of it, and the parts that it's hard to tell what you actually need to tell a story because there's just such a crap ton of stuff. So, like that's why we're we'll t- we're gonna talk about movies that we're interested in, and so I'll talk a little bit about it then. But like that's why do- I'm interested in Dark to Sleep because it seems to be a little bit snappier, and The Shining is one of the few Stephen King things I really like. But yeah,
1: and all I can think of is the moment in Family Guy where it's uh, him meeting with his agent and he's like, okay, Steven, please tell me you have something for me. Like, just, I need something good. And he looks around and he's like, uh... And he grabs a lamp that's on the desk. He's like, there's a lamp and it's trying to kill people. Ooh. And his agent's like, you're not even trying anymore, are you?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and the funny thing that I find is, and this is a completely different topic of conversation that we could talk about some other day, is the fact that like his son now writes horror novels, and there have been movie adaptations of those, too. Um, and he's equally as weird, but he's not as prolific per story, which I think is actually makes his stories a bit snappier. Hmm. But anyway.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, the movie with Daniel Radcliffe where he has horns.
1: Is not it called Horns?
0: I think so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's by that based on a book by Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son.
1: Gotcha. Didn't just... want to go with the, the King name to separate himself, I guess.
0: Apparently. I don't know. I don't know the reason. I don't know either.
1: That. I didn't even know anything about his son. So I'm anyway. learning anyway, so much today. All right. Well, uh, we let's... have one more thing to talk about that one of us has seen. Uh, and uh, I, d- I don't want to do a full episode on it just because... I'm the only one who's seen it, but Joker.
0: Oh yeah, I saw the marketing for it. I saw uh, all the stuff at work for it, and decided that this was a movie I did not need.
1: That's, and that's that, fair,
0: and that will—that's going to be my stance.
1: And I so I saw it, and I have a very mixed feeling about it. I think that it's a very important film. I think that it is very timely and is worthy of your time. As a movie overall, and I can't say that I enjoyed it, not that enjoyment was particularly the the goal of this movie, but, uh, I think it did what it set out to do, but I just, I just didn't really like it, mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's weird. It's probably the movie I could compliment the most with still not being able to say that I like it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. Uh I was afraid that this was just going to be another thing of like, oh, here's a white person we need to feel bad for and justify his insane actions. And, like, we do get a very unfiltered look into this dude's life. And, yes, he does have a very rough life. And there is a little bit of a feeling of pity. But... I, it, it definitely did. I did not feel like that it was trying to ask you to, uh, feel bad for, or like, well, then, you know, everyone else deserves it. No, it was more, it was more about, uh, mental health in general and how we, it was more about how we treat it as a society. Like, it's true. We overlook stuff. We see people that have mental conditions and we just kind of turn our eyes, turn our gaze away, not our problem, not to deal with it. Uh, but you know, and there's also like how an environment affects somebody's, uh, upbringing or like, you know, if does a, a history of mental health, how, how that affects you as a person. And just all of these different factors and elements, uh, make up, a person's outcome in a way mm-hmm. like it is very much a, like and and you know there are issues with the director and like how he's been with yeah. Q&A's and stuff and I like a lot of his other stuff he's done mostly comedies but it's he seems disconnected to his own movie which that's a whole different topic but uh I think the movie is better than he's treating it Uh because it's smarter than that Uh it, it's just it it, it's it's posing a very needed conversation so I I have to give the movie credit for that mm-hmm. it is bringing up questions that we need to be asking uh on top of that Joaquin of course does a great performance uh the other acting in it is good but it's just like it's it's his movie he's in it he's in almost every shot so like you know it, it's it's definitely his movie. And everything else kind of supplements that. But the way that they play with stuff, again, is all purposeful on making you... It's definitely heavy on having an unreliable narrator. Or like having that point of view that you can't trust. uh, Which is true to the Joker. Mm -hmm. Because you can't trust anything he says or anything that has happened to him or seems to have happened to him. So there's there's a lot of stuff to it. I just it's it's a movie that I feel like a lot of people should see, but you don't have to like it because I don't I can't really say that I do. Mm-hmm. But I I understand and agree with the importance that it has. Which to me, even though I don't like it, is a victory because I was expecting it to be something a lot worse than what it was. Mm-hmm. I was expecting it to just be like okay, well, this is why this stuff is happening because these terrible things happen to him and of course it's going to happen. It didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it it instead just asked questions. Questions that need to be asked. And to me, I'm like, whether... It's to the point where my feelings on the movie are irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because as long as these questions are being out there and are being asked, like, that makes it worth it. Whether or not I enjoy the movie on a personal level doesn't really matter. Okay. And I'm okay with that. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I could go into it, but we won't because I don't think you're going to see the movie, and that's totally okay. It,
0: this, was, this was the kind of movie where, like, I got the topics, and it's not like I'm of the opinion that this movie should not have been made, but it's like, in the time that we're in, in the things that this movie covers, in the things that I know about this movie by nature of, like, having to see complete dissections of this movie for my living, I just didn't need it. Like, I, I don't need it. I know I won't enjoy it. And it. I don't think that means I can't be part of a discourse on the movie. But I just, like, it, it's not a movie that's made for me.
1: Definitely. And, 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 and the, it, what... it,
0: part of that is, like, the fact that the people behind this movie don't seem to realize, like, the nature of the movie they're putting out into the current culture Definitely added to that. Yeah. Because... That was
1: a big bruh. shoot in the foot kind of a thing. Uh, and I, I will say, there was a point uh, where he gets his first kill, where he kills somebody for the first time, uh, and it's more like a self-defense, like, finally, like, lashing out kind of a thing, uh, but somebody in the corner, I could tell it was a dude, of, of when I saw it, was clapping, and it made, made me very nervous and very uncomfortable, and uh, I think someone could easily take this movie the wrong way. Because it's not trying to justify violence. And it's not trying to uh, say, like... It's not trying to justify violence or not trying to justify anyone who decides to take a violent path. Uh, which is what everyone was afraid of was ha- would, would happen. Uh,
0: but it does... Yeah. But if
1: somebody were to do that, I think that they would be misinterpreting it, but it still doesn't, you know, it no, still yeah. doesn't
0: it, it's one of those things where from, from my understanding, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the story structure of this is the origin of a superhero story structure of like enticing incident rise and then glory. And it, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it can be a smart movie with, you know, never making, making sure to make him the good guy. And to be like, yes, this is a good thing that's happening. But by nature of that story structure, there is the high probability of putting him up in the thing of like, yes, none of the choices that this character is making is good. None of the choices that they're making is right. But you end these bad choices and these horrible choices with glory. Which, knowing that, so that was one of the things I found out early on before like, this movie came out, was, like, that's how it ends. Yes, that... And for me... yeah. Yeah. And for me, like, personally, this is not me making a critique on the movie itself. For me, personally, that's the... When you look at people who commit mass shootings and mass murders and all that, a lot of it is for the glory of their name being known. And so, with... Even if you don't paint this in the light of, you know, he's he's a good guy or, like, anti-hero or something like that, it's still saying, like, you can commit these horrible acts and everyone might hate you, but they know who you are.
1: Yeah. And And you get the glory. The whole thing with this version of the Joker is that he is an incidental match that gets pulled out to, to start the fire.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, he just happens to be that person. Instead of, like, this criminal mastermind that he often is, he was just... It was an incidental thing, which I think is interesting, and then the movie immediately is like, well, we don't even know if this really happened or not, this was all in his head, which, you know, that goes on to other things, but for some people, like you're saying, that's where the movie ends. Yeah. They don't take into consideration, like, the last, like...
0: This is... If someone who's going to see this movie is like my mother, who takes a movie in the literal way it's presented, that's the ending that she'll see. Does that make sense? Like, that's what what you're saying is, like, that's that's the ending.
1: Yeah. And, and like, it is a very convoluted movie. And it's very, like, it's very uh, complex. Mm-hmm. And people that can only see those things at surface value, it could be.
0: Yeah. And, but that's why, I mean, like, I, and this would be my last sentence on this because we're yeah. running very long. Yeah. Um, it's, I am not of the camp that this movie should not be made like that that's not any point of view that i'm having i i think that the lack of foresight of the culture that you're putting this movie in is problematic
1: yeah. and
0: I think I I'm putting more on the people making the movie and making those choices than I am specifically the movie itself and the story it's telling. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's a, the movie, but I think the movie is separate from those people that aren't. Oh yeah, to do but that.
0: for me, so, it like no, totally. the decision to see it or not.
1: And the, here's the other thing too about it is that I don't you don't even have to uh, you don't even have to have seen the movie to be able to talk about the issues that mm-hmm. it brings up. Like I I I think. If someone was like, well, you haven't seen the movie, so you can't talk about it. No, it's absolutely not true. So you are capable, just as anyone else is, of talking about these things. It's just that this movie happened to be the thing that is finally getting us to ask some of those questions. So I I think that's a good thing.
0: But I also reserve the right to judge anyone who dresses up as this Joker for Halloween. I don't think you're a good person. Sorry.
1: I just, I don't. I don't like dressing up as bad characters in general. I but mean,
0: like, like there, there are, like, bad characters, so, like, I could go as, um, Hella.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and there's that. But there's also the thing of, like, people have literally shot up movie theaters dressed as the Joker. So, yes, I can judge you. Also, I saw something on Twitter that was like, you know, ever since Suicide Squad came out... Every guy in the world keeps judging any girl who dresses up as Harley Quinn for Halloween. Well, now I can say if you dress up as the Joker, I can judge you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, what's what's left, Casey? Uh, we just
1: got if there's some other movies that we that that have come out that we want to see and we didn't make it. All
0: right. So these are movies we're gonna try to see by end of the year, early January. So that if we want to talk about them, we can talk about them in that.
1: Yeah uh so what
0: are they for you
1: i just limited myself to about five because there's definitely a lot of movies i want to see but i just gave myself i was like i'll say five is a good number
0: well since you didn't tell me what you wrote down i just wrote down other things
1: okay that's fine uh for me i think one of the big ones is i think it's on amazon or something uh fighting with my family oh yeah or or, i sorry just fighting with family yeah uh it's the like the dynasty of their wrestlers. I think Stephen Merchant wrote and directed it. Uh, it's executive produced by The Rock, and it's got Lena Headey and Nick Frost and like all these really great people. And if everyone that I know has seen it, has really enjoyed it, uh, and it's something that I has piqued my interest for a while.
0: Also, also, this is not to do with any of that at all. There's a. An Oprah Super Soul podcast with Drain the Rock jo- Johnson about like how he got into wrestling and his family's history. It's so interesting. It is.
1: Like that all that kind of stuff. Like I watched the glow documentary. I love the show, but like I I I that world is a fascinating right? thing. It's really Uh and it's just it's just interesting to have uh a corner of entertainment that is like family run and like mm-hmm. Deeply family rooted in a way that you may might not expect. Yep. That's really interesting. Uh, what's something that you're looking forward to?
0: I keep telling Casey, I really want to watch Midsummer. I hear a lot of really interesting commentary about it as a like a horror movie and one of the like original takes on different things. I don't know if I'll like it, but I really want to see it.
1: Yeah. I mean I'll I'll definitely see it too, because it's the director of Hereditary. Yep. So he poof, <sighs> That's a movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: and and from what I understand the reasons of which I did not see hereditary are not the same as this movie.
1: Fair enough. Uh, the other thing with Midsummer is I have actually participated in Sweden in a little like Midsummer get together. It was very like fun and friendly. Yeah, yeah, you dance you dance the frog, dance around the pole for fertility and all of that fun stuff. Uh, I'm a head <laughs> out. <laughs> but it's just to me I, I just have this inner chuckle that'll yeah. probably pervade the movie because I'm like I know like the cutesy like tradition behind it and, and then they send the tourists
0: to away and then this happens yeah
1: I'm curious to see how they make it horrific Yes, uh the the kid uh was another the one the kid the kid uh it was a movie that Vincent D'Onofrio directed about Billy the Kid and had Chris Pratt as the the villain and it's got Ethan Hawke and it's basically I'm calling it Magnificent 7-2 because I guess he had a really... Vincent D'Onofrio had a really good time making that movie. And I was like, okay, all my buddies from that movie, we're going to make our own western movie.
0: Okay, I don't know this movie at all. It
1: came and went, but it looked really interesting. So, okay. uh, I'm going to track it out and watch the
0: it. reason that you know all of these directors is why I said I can't play the entertainment category of catchphrase with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Useless facts everywhere.
0: <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm going to start saying the ones that I don't know if they're on your list. Okay. And then if... We come back around. We then we come back around. I want to see Judy. Which one is that? Judy. Uh, Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland.
1: Oh yeah. yeah.
0: It she just looks really good, and she and like I actually really like Renee Zellweger, and I loved her in Chicago, and she's good in everything I've seen her in, and she just seems to have immersed herself in this movie.
1: I've heard she's really really yeah. good. So
0: I just as as someone who loves the craft of acting, I really want to see it.
1: Nice. Thanks. <laughs> uh. This one, I think, might be on both of our lists. Uh, just came out, The Lighthouse. Yeah. It looks really interesting. It's the director of The Witch, but it's it seems to be... It's
0: done in a style of, like, old-time silent movies.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's black and white, and there's, like, that little grainy thing that, like, old-time projectors have. And a lot of the
0: the shots that people use in old-time movies. Yeah.
1: It's very much shot that way, and I imagine the, the editing is probably going to be pretty awkward on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just looks like a very interesting character study. And
0: I, and from what I hear, and, uh, I, I've only seen one, like, non-spoiler review about it, was, like, it, it's, like, a surreal movie that is strange in the best way possible.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just, I, I need to get my, my indie art house kind of movie fix, Yeah, well, we
0: should probably see that pretty soon.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely want to see it while it's in theater, so, uh, it just, we saw the trailer uh, for it, yep. and it just looked super interesting.
0: We just didn't get to go see a movie this weekend, so...
1: Yeah, but we both looked at each other after the trailer and we were like, like yeah, let's yeah, cool. yeah. go.
0: <laughs> also, uh, I just have started to really enjoy Robert Pattinson as an actor.
1: He kind of did the Elijah Wood thing, which was like, he did his big franchise, and he's like, okay, I'm going to do weird indie stuff. Yep. And so he's like... And he's, Batman. And Batman. So I'm I'm interested to see as Batman because he he's proven many times that he is actually like a really okay. good actor. Yeah, right. I really like a Cedric Diggory.
0: Oh yeah, no Cedric. It okay. was it was as as young Amy it was very confusing to see Cedric Diggory, who was this adorable kid, and then see Edward, <laughs> who was a whiny stalker. But anyway, other things you want to see. I have I haven't seen Men in Black.
1: I still want to see that.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I I hear it's not great, but I still want to see it. Cause no offense, the first two men in bl- the first Men in Black's aren't great. Yeah. But they're fun, and yeah. also my almost my entire love of that franchise comes from the ride at Universal Studios Florida, and I love it.
1: And it's Chris Hemsworth and uh oh my gosh, Tessa. Tessa Thompson. Thank you. I had a total like just <laughs> shut down.
0: How dare you? That's
1: fair. I just, my brain was like, please, it will be automatically restarting in 10 seconds. Please click OK. How
0: dear? I'm disappointed.
1: Uh, okay. Well, at least it's not Captain Jean Picard of the USS Enterprise. That's
0: not his name.
1: I know. You didn't get Patrick Stewart.
0: No. His name is Jean-Luc. It's one name.
1: But that's not the techno song.
0: No, but I also said it before he started actually finishing his sentence.
1: So Jojo Rabbit is the next movie uh-huh. on the list that I want to see. If uh, you can't
0: tell we played a very intense round of catchphrase last night. Uh,
1: which is a Taika Waititi movie about Hitler. kids during uh, like World War II era kind of stuff. And uh, his best friend is his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I'm like, played by Taika Waititi. I'm like, okay. It looks very interesting. And
0: we're going to go from Hitler to... I really do want to see Dora. Dora the Explorer.
1: I almost put that on my list.
0: I put it on my list because, like, you know, I love stupid movies. And apparently this is, like, really good stupid. Yeah, like, and, people really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I really want to see it. It looks really fun. I'm I'm there for a girl who's going kind of crazy talking to her monkey. Go ahead.
1: Voiced by uh, uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Good. Uh, last movie I saw, I have on my list is uh, the Farewell because I did we missed that one, the movie with Aquafina about her family and her, her grandmother. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, it was one that was like I kept hearing stuff about it, and I'm like right, I need to see this. I just haven't yet, but it will.
0: Um, otherwise, I the only thing is I missed. I, th- I don't know if it's still in theaters or if it's like just coming to theaters. I can't remember timing wise. But where'd you go burn it at? I want to see.
1: Yeah, I remember that was one that you were... Yeah, because
0: the book is cool, and it just seems like one of those movies that I'm going to enjoy. Like, I enjoy Calendar Girls, or all the ones like that.
1: Uh, I know, like, quick listen. I know I wanted to see Britney Runs a Marathon, and uh, I still want to see, see the Adams Family movie.
0: I want to see Adams Family. I also want, still wonder about Alita Battle Angel.
1: A lot of people I know really like it, Yeah, so.
0: It's one of those movies, like, I want to see it. I don't know if I'm in a rush to see it. I'll see but, it at some point. Um, but I'm just curious about it just because of stuff there's also like that Tolkien movie that came out yeah I was, uh, sure. I was
1: thinking about it I was just like it just kind of fell under the radar yeah. apparently it was meh
0: okay but, but then yeah I think yeah. that's about it from what movies that came out already that I want to see yeah so, thank you all for sticking around for this extra long, super-sized episode. If you look at our first couple episodes where we did movie, like mass movie reviews, they were also very long.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we're we'll bringing it back. Shout and play the hits. <laughs> A round? Around.
0: Around. Applause. <laughs> well done movies except for you once upon a time in Hollywood screw you but also
1: well done listeners for making it this far
0: right you are the true MVPs you deserve the awards thank you for listening this has been Talk Near To Me Baby I am as always Amy Amy Marie by the Sea, everywhere on the internet
1: yep and I'm eh, I'm Case Crusader on, on the stuff
0: thank you so much for listening we will talk at you again next week with some spooky podcast stuff Because it's Halloween Thanks for listening Bye Bye.